It's Tuesday, October 4, 2022. Frustration is mounting for many. Gas, power, and water remain in short supply. Florida residents face the catastrophic damage of Hurricane Ian. And I mean rebuild it all and rebuild it in a resilient way. President Biden pledges action for Puerto Rico after Hurricane Fiona. Plus, Congress's intent you know, was to comprehensively regulate the waters of the United States. Next on the U.S. Supreme Court's chopping block, the Clean Water Act. All those chopping blocks and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The next time a hurricane's coming, would you think about riding it out on the boat? No. No, I wouldn't even ride it out on land. If they say evacuate, I'm going to evacuate. Yeah, but what if they don't say to evacuate until it's too late? Because, you know, you wouldn't want to shout shark on a crowded beach on July 4th or something like that. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the grim news continues coming out of Florida after Hurricane Ian. Yes, sadly, the death toll from Hurricane Ian has topped 100 as we go to air, most of them in Florida and is likely to climb further. Hundreds of thousands remain without power and clean water, according to the state's health department. Communities have begun the arduous task of cleaning up, facing a long road to recovery in the aftermath of one of the most powerful storms on record ever to hit the country. The scale of Ian's destruction is stunning and projected to cost tens of billions of dollars. The storm's impact on Florida's agriculture industry was also severe. Crops from oranges to tomatoes were severely damaged or destroyed, and that will have ripple effects in the U.S. food prices and grocery stores for months. Mm. Ian's physical destruction also created a massive water pollution event. Floodwaters swept up and then dumped staggering amounts of industrial and residential chemicals and toxic contaminants into soil and waterways. In the Carolinas, Ian's torrential rainfall flooded over open pit manure lagoons at industrial livestock farms near waterways. Flooding has overwhelmed municipal water systems in Florida, causing sewage lines to back up. But a 100% solar community just 12 miles from Fort Myers endured Hurricane Ian just fine. Babcock Ranch was designed specifically to withstand hurricanes. Electricity is 100% community solar, streets and landscaping designed to flood so houses don't, power and internet lines buried to avoid wind damage. The development suffered minimal damage and no loss of power during Hurricane Ian, which was its first test, proof of the concept that climate-resilient communities work. So it can be done if we actually try, if we actually give a damn, if we actually try to protect our people and our property? Yep, go figure. Imagine that, just 12 miles from Fort Myers, you say? Yep. President Biden went to Puerto Rico to view the damage done by Hurricane Fiona two weeks earlier. Puerto Rico's governor says power and water have been restored to all but about 100,000 people. Biden announced the federal government will pay 100 percent of the cost of cleanup and directed new funding from the infrastructure law to build better flood controls to guard against future storms. But many areas are still not rebuilt from Hurricane Maria five years ago. CBS News reports that since Hurricane Maria, only about 
about a third of federal funding allocated to rebuilding Puerto Rico has actually been dispersed so far. Really? Biden acknowledged that in the past, Puerto Rico has not received all of the federal assistance it is due, and he committed to ensuring the federal government won't leave the island behind again. We know that the climate crisis and more extreme weather are going to continue to hit this island and hit the United States overall. And as we rebuild, we have to ensure that we build it to last. You mean he's going to build back better? Ian is not the only storm out there, of course. These major hurricanes intensifying rapidly, and this one has blown the doors off. Hurricane Orlean made landfall as a Category 3 on Mexico's Pacific coast near the tourist town of Mazatlan on Monday after stunning meteorologists with its rapid intensification into a powerful storm in less than 24 hours, and that is directly linked to global warming. Finally, a heads up. The U.S. Supreme Court heard oral arguments on Monday in Sackett versus EPA, a lawsuit challenging the scope of the Clean Water Act to determine how and where the EPA can protect wetlands that impact rivers, lakes, streams, also known as the waters of the United States. It was brought by an Idaho couple who destroyed wetlands to build a house. They are backed by major industry groups like the National Association of Home Builders and the American Petroleum Institute. A decision will be announced next year. If the right-wing supermajority on the court rules for the plaintiffs, it could curtail Clean Water Act pollution protections for more than half of the nation's wetlands and 20 percent of its streams that feed into our drinking water supplies. Of course, never mind what Congress or the EPA says. If you don't get permission from the corrupt, stolen and packed U.S. Supreme Court. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, go, Jason.